Hey guys, what's up? This is Aiden Jones and you are listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday the 27th of April 2021. How the Dolly Godson are you? Are you well? I hope you're well. I mean, I just realised as I started talking that this room is quite echoey, but I don't know really if there's anything that I can do about that. The acoustics of the room, not ideal for a podcast and um, I'm in the Gold Coast. I just landed. Oh my God. I love a Porto. All right. That's about as good a place to, to start as any, I reckon. Is there a better way to record this podcast than in this room? I can really hear myself. It's just a regular room. It's just a, it's just a bedroom, but I'm thinking <laughs> part of me is like, I'm going to get under the covers and be a little cubby boy, but I'm not going to do that. In the name of acoustics, will I? No. Especially because that would involve, once I once I start recording the podcast, I don't want to stop. Even if I would be stopping to increase sound quality, no. That's not what the podcast is about. This podcast is about getting it done. Stream of consciousness, peeling away the layers to reveal the beast within. And it's not about good sound quality. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I was going to say I love a porto. And that, that is really what I care about in this moment, in this time. I uh, landed, oh, by the way, actually, before I, should I, st- uh, yeah, before I start, congratulations to uh, to Chris messaging me uh, with the timestamp of me swearing on the pod last week. Let's see if I can find that message. All of you absolute pathetic losers missed it and Chris got it eight minutes and 45 seconds on last week's podcast you don't name people when you're healing fucking dissociative uh, when you're heaping fucking dissociative praise on them there we go and you know what if you're trying to catch me out now I just swore twice because I was reading that okay um I'm gonna give Chris five dollars when I get to Sydney (laughs) And that and that could be yours, all that and more. Well, not more, the same amount. Could be yours if you catch me swearing on this week's episode of Sitting Under a Tree. Um, I love a porto. I love it. So I got up this morning. It really, like, you forget how long it actually takes. It, like, your whole day, when you fly somewhere, that's the day, man. I woke up this morning... I had a little cookie that my girlfriend had made. I had uh, four slices or two rounds of toast. I don't know what the standard unit of measurement is wherever you're listening to this. But four individual pieces of toast, three Vegemite, two peanut butter. And, uh, and then I left for the airport at like 10. I packed, I left. I couldn't weigh my bag, but I got to the airport and my bag weighed in at 6.3 kilos. Pretty good. Um, I really, I don't know if you guys get this, but like, I, I mean, I obviously hate so much the idea of not being able to take my, I don't know what it is, man. They say, you know, they're very clear about the fact that carry on is only seven kilos. Now I'm not going to check in any luggage. I just don't think I should have to do that. <laughs> Where I have 
got that conviction from. I don't know. I just, it's just, it's just a you know, garden variety entitlement. I reckon. Hold up, tea time. Oh, bit of chai tea there that I found in the cupboards at the base comedy compound in the Gold Coast. Anyway, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I couldn't weigh my bag because our scale's broken. So I'm just going to the airport blind but the whole time like in the cab on the way to the airport in my head I'm like playing scenarios where I think there is just a torrent of seething rage just below the surface in me because anytime I feel like I'm going to be angry at some it's it's always in my head that I'm angry at the person it never spills out into the world I'm scared to let it spill out into the world maybe that's what I'm going to talk about this week is different times in the last week that I've been angry. That could be a good direction to go in. Why am I narrating my thoughts on the pod as I say them? Because I don't know. I feel maybe I'm a little bit slow this week. Anyway, so I'm on the way to the airport and I'm imagining just like conversations that I would have with the, uh, you know, the the like check-in. It's, it's, the, it's not the people that work for the airport. It's specifically the Tiger Air employees who go around with that little, that pathetic, weaselly little scale on wheels, a scale on wheels. It's only been built for the purposes of taking around to people before the flight and getting them to weigh their bags. Oh my God. Here's how like just bald faced uh, profiteering it is, is they get you to pay more if you're at the gate. Now, it doesn't change how the flight operates at all. But you just, it just, you pay more for the, if you're overweight, you pay at the gate. I mean, what is the whole, uh, so, all right, so my housemate was telling me today, apparently where this um, thing of weighing checked luggage comes from was, and this is, by the way, I haven't cross-referenced this story at all, but it sounds good, so I'm just going to retell it as fact. Um, apparently, years ago, there was an engineering course, some university thing, whatever, like, you know, in the 90s before they weighed, um, before they weighed carry-on luggage. And there was a case study that they had to do where a plane crashed and no one could figure out why. And the whole point of the case study was to teach these students that sometimes you just don't have the answers to a question. But one of the uh, students looked at what was going on in the town at that time and there was a coin collector's convention and they didn't want to take their coins. They didn't want to check their coins in in case something happened to them. They wanted to have them on them. So all of these people who had just come from the coin collector's convention came onto this plane with bags full of heavy coins and the plane couldn't take the weight and it crashed and they all died. And from that point on, once this person, my friend told me it was a lady, whatever, once this person realized, <laughs> part of me is like, don't dismiss that it's a lady, Aiden. That's important. <laughs> Whatever. 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 Let's just leave that and just let's just move on. Let's put that over there in the pile of things that we're not talking about at the moment because that's not the point of this story. <laughs> um, So after they realized that, they started weighing luggage. So that's the conceit behind weighing carry-on luggage. But now, okay, if it's a safety thing, 
and there's like a median assumed weight for every adult on board. Sure. But then why, like, wouldn't it be dangerous? Why do we get charged for more weight? That's the question because safety is a binary. It's either, it's either overweight or it's not. I love calling things a binary. I've noticed that lately. I'm really into saying that things are binary. Anyway, sounds smart, I reckon, but I actually have no idea what I'm talking about. But it's a binary. Safety is a binary. <laughs> it's like it's either safe or it's not safe. And if it's not safe, then no amount of money should be able to make it okay. If it's not safe for me to be carrying this extra weight, then great. You know, I'm not allowed to carry the extra weight. That sucks and I'm still angry, but I'm not allowed to. But if if it's not unsafe, if, if there's still a way that I can carry the extra weight on the plane and the plane won't crash, then why do you get to wring money out of me? It is blatant profiteering and I hate it and I, or I just resent it. But I guess it's just their, it's their private, you know, they own the airline and it's their prerogative whether they want to do that or not and I actually didn't realize so I booked my trip on Skyscanner and and only Tiger Air not Tiger what's it called Jetstar (sighs) only Jetstar flights showed up and then a few days later the great Luca Muller who's going to be spending this uh, a couple weeks in Gold Coast slash Brisbane as well said that he booked his flight on Virgin and they're like the same price so maybe Skyscanner is like affiliated with Jetstar, they're digging into each other's grubby little pockets like worms. Oh, I hate that. I'm not going to go with Skyscanner anymore. I'm going to go straight on the Virgin website and book my flights with Virgin. It was literally like $10 more. It was like 50 or 60 bucks. And Virgin just don't treat you like a piece of meat, like a cattle prodding you around the airport with their little wheelie weights. Oh, I hated it. So all the way on the way to the airport, I was imagining that my bag was going to be overweight and just the things that I would say to the person. What would I say to them? Just something like, are you happy with your life? Yeah, do you enjoy this? Is it, does it feel nice? Do, do you go home at night happy with the work that you've done in your contribution to society, knowing that you can wheel your little scale around and meet out meaningless fines with no basis in actual safety, just, you know, because that's your job. I'm just doing my job. Fuck you. Three. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So another time I got angry this week, went to my friend's birthday on uh, Saturday night. Lovely time, lovely people. Smoked a few cigarettes, naughty, shouldn't have, did. Anyway, disregarded all medical advice. Imagine if you went to the doctor before a party and you were like, hey man, I'm thinking of going to a party <laughs> tonight and I just wanted to know medically. <laughs> What's your advice? Imagine if you were that much of a hypochondriac every time you... <laughs> oh, I mean, there probably are people like that. I would love to meet a doctor and ask them what the most trivial question is that someone has come in and asked them. <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to a party. Do you reckon I could have a cigarette? Yes. Do you reckon I can have two? I mean, sure. 
or how many am I allowed to have? Mate, have as many cigarettes as you want. It's your life and your choice. But I advise that you don't. Okay, so how many do you advise that I have? Zero. I wonder what the medical advice is. Probably no cigarettes and also no drinking. If it's strictly medical advice, what am I? why am I trying to extrapolate medical advice from just my own general knowledge? Anyway, I smoked a bunch of cigarettes. And, uh, yeah, it was nice, you know, at the party. Um, oh, this strange thing happened, actually. I think I got hit on. I think I got hit on, and I'm not going to lie, it did feel nice. And I was kind of like, man, when I was single, why wasn't I making moves like this? Just uh, like some girl at the bar. I should probably talk to my girlfriend about this first, but whatever, it happened. Um, she was there. I just haven't brought it up to her because whatever. Um, I was in the smoking section of the bar and this like girl came up to our group and was like, hey, can you take a picture of our friends? And uh, and my girlfriend took a picture of them and then they were like, oh, we're going to get someone else might be coming in a sec so we might need you to take another picture. I was like, I'll take the other picture if you need. And uh, their friend did come and I took a second picture and then this girl was like, or maybe you and me should get a picture. And I was like, okay. So we got a picture together and she kind of went away and came back and was like, hey, it turned out pretty good. Um, you know, should I, can I like airdrop it to you or something? And I was like, I, she kind of put me on the spot and like my girlfriend wasn't looking at me, but like, you know, I mean, even if she's not there, it's still whatever. But I didn't want to just be like, actually, I have a girlfriend, so you can't send me a picture like, that's the that that is the beauty of the move, isn't it? Is she has plausible deniability, because she can go, well, actually, no, I'm not trying to hit on you, mate. I'm just trying to send you a nice picture. But if you don't want it, then yeah, fine, you creep. So it it put me in a position where to reject her would almost be stranger than just accepting the thing. And so I don't know how odd this is, but I just was like, okay, here's my email address. You can email me the picture. And she did. And now I have just a picture of me and this girl that I don't know. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess if I was single, the move then would be to just email her back. But I'm not going to because I'm a good guy because I, I love and care about my girlfriend. How about that? No internal struggle or turmoil, just that. Just that. That feels nice. That's a nice place to arrive in. Anyway, saw her at this party. Uh, good on her for going out on a limb. Oh, I was talking about that with one of the guys at work yesterday. I was like, oh, this happened. And I was like, I wish I had that kind of balls when I was single. Like I was talking about this because it really is whether or not your advances get accepted just having the courage to put yourself out there and like make a move on someone that you find attractive is the coolest thing ever. I, I was saying to this dude, I, I reckon I could count on one hand the number of times in my life when I actually did it versus the countless number of times when I saw someone and thought to myself, oh, they look, you know, whatever. I wish I could talk to them, but then just didn't do it. The number of times that I didn't do it, countless, like the stars in the galaxy, like the grains of, grains of sand in the ocean, like fish in an infinite fish tank floating in the great expanse 
of nothing, whatever. I really don't like the things that I'm saying this week, but let's move on from that. Um, I'm going... <laughs> I'm swinging and I'm missing, all right? I'm swinging and I am missing. It's another air ball. Strike! Through to the catcher. Um, the number of times that I didn't do it, so many. The number of times that I did... I could count on one hand, but every time that I did, that I went and, and you know, heart pounding, walked over to the girl or whatever it was, made my move, whether it's accepted or not, and I've been rejected, I can say that. I can hold my hand on my heart with pride and say, I have put myself out there and been rejected. And every time it feels good. It feels like I don't even care because I did it. That's the important thing. So good for that girl for, for, for shooting her shot. And it was a pretty good shot, you know. If I'm ever single again, I'll probably steal that out of her playbook. Good for her. Anyway, so me and my girlfriend and our other friends at this party, good fun. It's getting towards the end of the night and uh, girlfriend just goes, you know, oh, might be keen to leave in a bit. And I'm like, yeah, sick. And she's going to the bar and she's going to get us two soda waters. She goes up to the bar, says two soda waters. Guy pours, puts two wine glasses on the counter and pulls out a wine bottle. And she, I see her look at him and go, soda waters, yeah? And it's a loud bar and this guy just has like a, just like a scowling frown on his face. I did not like the look of him. He had lately... Or any cunt four, but I felt like it was merited. Any cunt five that I see with glasses on, immediately dislike. This guy, he just had this kind of face, same face as another guy who I worked with who I didn't like. He had this face, it was like scowling, and he had the glasses on. He looked pretentious. He looked like the kind of dude that reckons that his glasses make him intelligent. And um, they didn't make him intelligent. They made him a, a, a spiteful little man. The glasses didn't make him a spiteful little man. I take that back. I apologize to anyone with glasses. The glasses m- accentuated his spitefulness and littleness. <laughs> but on another man, they may have accentuated more admirable qualities. Um, I just, I hated this guy. He poured the wines and my girlfriend asked the same thing and then like put the card machine down and, you know, in a high pressure situation like that, he's already poured the wines. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, even if she didn't pay, he still would have been mad, but she did pay because she was under pressure and then walked off and then was like, I didn't want these. And our other friend was like, yeah, take them back. And so we did, we got his attention and she said, yeah, I asked for two soda waters and I said it twice. And this guy, angry, was just like, well, what do you want me to do? I mean, if I'm on, I'll be honest. He goes, I'll be honest with you. I just didn't hear what you said. I didn't hear what you said. You need to speak up. It's like, nah, man, you didn't hear what she said and you didn't ask or stop doing what you were doing because you hate your job. And the only reason that you're here is for the money and you're too scared or too much of a loser to go and try and do something that you actually care about. That's what it is, man. If you don't have the balls, talking about balls, that chick who made her move on me or anyone who has the balls to do something like that, to put themselves out there, 
that's the kind of person who's not going to get stuck in the kind of situation that this guy's in. That's the difference between this guy and someone who's happy in their life is I can guarantee right now I'm feeling my enthusiasm or sincerity waning here, but I'm going to go for it. I'm feeling... <laughs> I, I reckon I'm going to go out on a limb and say this guy has never put himself out there like that and that's why he's sitting there behind this bar on a Saturday night and hating it because he doesn't have the balls to go out and do something in his life that might actually make him happy. So he's stuck here in his spiteful little rut, scowling around the bar with his stupid glasses, blaming other people for his mistakes. Talk louder. Why don't you talk louder? Why don't you ask if you don't understand something rather than just being on autopilot your whole life and then when someone calls you up on it, taking it out on them. I really hated that, man. Because he made my girlfriend feel like shit and it ruined her effing night. Didn't ruin our nights. We still had a sick night, but it was just a bad moment, you know? It was just like, why put that on someone? Why be that asshole? Why not just... It doesn't cost him any money to go, hey, man, I'm sorry. I work at a bar, so, yeah, you know, we make mistakes sometimes, but here, let me refund it or... Just be nice. Hey, man, sorry, I can't refund it, but I'm really sorry that happened. And um, I don't know. I don't know what I wanted out of that guy. I think I just wanted to make him feel bad because that's the thing is in the moment leading up to it before we spoke to him, I was feeling like, yeah, man, I'm going to go and unload both barrels on this on this guy because I saw that my girlfriend was upset and that sucks because I care about her and I don't want her to be upset. And I saw that she was upset because she realized that she kind of got steamrolled in this interaction or for whatever reason, she was, I don't know, she was upset. And um, and I was feeling like, yeah, I want to unload on this guy. And then once we got up there, I couldn't do it, which is probably a good thing because of what happened next, which was then my girlfriend couldn't find her bag someone had moved tables and someone from the bar had seen her bag just sitting there on the floor and taken it away. So I had to go back up to the bar. Thankfully, thank God, spoke to someone else and they had her bag out the back of whatever. It was all fine. But I know like my instinct talking to that little glasses boy was to, um, to make a scene, you know, like I wanted, what did I have in my heart that I wanted to say to him? Just like, Again, same thing that I wanted to say to the person at the airport, the Jetstar loser, just like, do you you feel good? Is this what you wanted? Does this make you feel good being this person? I don't think it does. And I think you should try and figure out a way to stop. But if I had done that and yelled at him and pointed at him and like caused a scene like I wanted to, we probably wouldn't have got my girlfriend's bag back. So you know what? That's good that I didn't do that even though I didn't do it by cho- the reason I didn't do it wasn't like a choice of a high road. It was just cowardice, but thank God I'm a coward or we might've been at that bar until the next day, just trying to get whatever. But that guy, yeah. Like why is he, that was something that I noticed at the bar is all of these people at this bar. Cause the clientele was like late twenties, mid thirties, kind of bit older a cool bar for young professionals and people in that age bracket. And all the bartenders were that age bracket as well. And that's the problem with running a bar like that is it's a busy bar. It's essentially just like a nightclub bar, but for people that are a bit older. So the clientele of that bar would not 
be able to be like you can't have 20 year olds working at that bar do you know what i mean it's just not the aesthetic i'm 30 i don't want to go to a bar that's completely manned by 20 year olds but the work that those bartenders were doing was work for 20 year olds but they weren't 20 they were 30 like me and i understand if you would be upset by that working behind that bar you know as like a 30 year old person just getting slammed, probably not getting paid very well, listening to loud music and not being able to hear. Like, it's a bad job for him, you know? As much as he was a dick, it's a bad job for him. What's what's led those people to that position, to be behind that bar? I don't know. Anyway. um, What else do I want to say this week? I've got one more story that I want to do. Banana boat, do 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 do. Banana boat, If you're in the the Gold Coast, come and check my shows out this week. I've got shows for based comedy all week, and next week in Brisbane. If you're in Brisbane, I'm doing my solo show from the Melbourne Comedy Festival at Good Chat Comedy. If you're in Brisbane, look up Good Chat Comedy. Or if you know anyone Brisbane, um, in Brisbane, tell them to go and uh, buy tickets for that. It's next Thursday, the 6th, I believe, of May. Let me see here. The 6th. Thursday, the 6th of May, I'm doing my Melbourne Comedy Festival show in Brisbane. So if you know anyone in Brisbane, please hit them up, man. Um. I'm really excited to do that. That'll be the first time that I've done the show outside of Melbourne since the pandemic. And I've got uh, another two shows in the Sydney Comedy Festival the week after. So if you know anyone in Sydney, same deal, whatever. I'm not doing it in the Gold Coast, unfortunately, but the Gold Coast is like an hour from Brizzy. So maybe those people would come up. I mean, if you have that tight of a connection with someone that you can go, hey, you're in the Gold Coast, drive an hour and a half to Brisbane, maybe just get that person to send me money. And save him a bit of time. <laughs> um, I've changed my name on Facebook. Uh, it's been changed for a few weeks and I kind of just wanted to say, I, mm, I don't know, this is another sad story to end on, I guess. Maybe a lot of hatred coming out of me this week. Um, I, the reason I changed it was I got a weird message from someone on Facebook and I kind of just... In the heat of the moment, I was at my laptop and I realized I've been meaning to change my my Facebook like page to my actual name for ages and I would need to change my personal account name as well. Um, so I changed it to, it's just my name backwards, Nadia Senodge, Aiden Jones, Nadia Senodge. And um, people have been asking me about it because it shows up differently for them. It's like weird for people to see that. But... Uh, I've kind of been having second thoughts about it because I'm like, well, you know, have I made it too hard for people that I want to contact me to contact me? And I don't think I actually now in the the light of day really care about the message that I got. I've had a few weird messages over the years. Some of them are kind of scary. Some of them are just sad people. But this one just kind of got me. The person said, um, you are what you do and what you do is sad. And the you are what you do do thing is a reference to the end of my show when I say that you're an amalgamation of your actions um, and it just kind of I don't know just really got me man 
maybe that person's listening now. Maybe I have another weird stalker like that Lightfoot James person a few years ago who, um, by the way, I think bought tickets to my show and came without incident, but that's neither here nor there. It's just weird. I mean, that's the kind of person I should really be worried about, right? Not some loser working behind a bar that is just like rude to me and my girlfriend because he's just having a bad night. But someone who goes out of their way to send me a message that is just spiteful and mean. And I don't know what it's about. I don't know who they are. I've never seen them before. I don't know anything about them. But it just made me feel bad. I guess the kind of person that I am is whenever there's like a negative thing. Here's something I've been talking about in therapy. Whenever I have a negative feeling and it's about someone else, I very quickly put it back on myself and go, I must have done something to deserve this. And when I got that message from them, I thought that I just started going through, you know, things that I've done in my life thinking maybe it's, maybe it's like that. Maybe they're a friend of like, you know, this person that I fell out with or whatever, and um and and you know maybe they're like here to to pull me up on some awful thing that I did 10 years ago that someone hasn't forgiven me for or whatever and it's like why why would it be that <laughs> why wouldn't it just be there's it's just as likely that it could be you know some sad person who for whatever reason doesn't like my comedy or I don't know I don't know what it is I don't know why they sent me that but it more than more than likely has nothing to do with me and I'm really trying to get to that place where like I know that whatever negativity people throw at me it's not about me it's about them and um, I hadn't I guess gotten to that place with that particular incident in the moment so I changed my name on Facebook to my name backwards because I've seen other people do that and I guess the reason that they do that is so that they can't be contacted by weird elements in the world who are going to throw that kind of stuff at them. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of regretting it now and I thought about changing it back. I probably won't. I'll probably leave it as it is. It's just, you know, who cares? If people need to find me, they'll find me, whatever. But if that person, if you're listening right now, are you happy? <laughs> The same shit that I wanted to say to the other two losers. Are you happy? Are you happy in your life? Are you happy with your choices? That's such a such a lame thing for me to say, isn't it? To occupy this weird high ground where like, are you happy? Because I am and I can tell from the things that you say that you're not. <laughs> Yuck. Um, I don't think so highly of myself that I would really believe that I can stand there and say... Or, what am I trying to say? I know that I'm never going to say that to someone. That diatribe that I have in my head, the moment that I start taking myself so seriously that I say that to someone and, and, and like really believe it and, you know, sincerely think that this is the right thing to say, the moment that I take myself that seriously is the moment that I've been swallowed up by my own arsehole. So I just, I don't know. If you're that person who sent me that message, good luck to you, I guess. I hope you... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't hope anything for you. I just, I hope that I feel better. I hope that I am able to deal with that kind of contact from someone next time, not feel bad about it and know that it's not about me, that it's about them. I think that's it. 
Yeah. I don't care about them. I don't hope anything for them. I just hope that for me. That's a good place to end, I reckon. That's the pod. Thank you guys very much for listening this week. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace.